Jesus, Jesus, Jesus likes girls. Jesus, 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 Jesus likes girls. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus likes girls. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> What? Yes. <laughs> like, like I'm calling you and you're like, hello. <laughs> like, what do you want? <laughs> Hi, I guess. Oh my god, are we putting you out? No. <laughs> no, we're not putting me out. Zena's mad because we opened what I didn't know. And so she's like, come on, Shay, come on. And I'm like, are we Why recording now? We're gonna talk about past shit. We're gonna bring up the past. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, guys? Time for the twerkulator. It's time, time for, for the, the twerkulator. It's time for the twerkulator. Can you twerk? No. No. <laughs> You're I cannot. <laughs> I cannot twerk. Well, you know, I mean, look at me. I, you cannot judge a twerk by just looking at somebody. Can't you, though? I mean, maybe a little bit. Yes. <laughs> you can't do this, Go for um, it. You can do that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're back. We're back, bitches. Yeah. And uh, we're kind of excited because we've made a technological upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, this. I we've mean, been doing all fucking morning. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Shannon is trying. I said it all casually. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, you might not know it from Shannon currently trying to plug in a USB to charge her phone, but she is a tech wizard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really show my age in the world sometimes. I mean, I'm not that bad. I'm not like our parents where I'm like, how do I send a message on this phone? You know, really yeah. simple shit that they can't do. Yeah. But every once in a while, I think actually I've just always been this way. I don't want to mess with shit. Wait. I don't want to mess with it. Okay. Like somebody's like, oh, the audio's not working on this. And I'm like, I ain't troubleshooting that shit. <laughs> I have like a real short patience. Okay, well. Window. I don't. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> it's our first fight. We're in our first fight. Okay, so um, we are on, each of us are on our own mics. And it's exciting. Are you recording me? No. Yes, you are. <laughs> Shannon wants us to have uh, audio as well as... Oh, wait. Video as well as audio. You know what, bitch? Don't talk bad about me. What? Why is that talking bad about you? <laughs> now listen. You're on your own mic, so your laugh is going to be huge. Oh. Tone it down. Uh-oh, for everybody's ears. I was listening to our podcast the other day, and mm -hmm. I was like, we laugh so much. Well, we already diagnosed this. I know, but it's like, how do people even listen to us? We're amazing. Okay, but I was just kind of like, Ugh. I don't know that I would listen to us. What? <laughs> you wouldn't listen to us. I don't know. The laughing was sort of bugging me. So I asked Josh about it. I was like, we laugh so much. He was like, no, it's great. People love hearing it. People love hearing you go, it's banter and all of your laughing and stuff. And so... I just kind of... Well, after all that, now I'm kind of like, I'm I'm offended for us. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to offend. <laughs> well, anyways. Anywho. I mean, whatever. If they don't like it, fuck them. <laughs> There's that. But then after he said he liked it, I listened again to a different one of us. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. I mean, my laugh is really loud sometimes and it bugs me. Yeah. I'd say bugs... It's probably not the accurate description. It just sounds obnoxious, a little bit obnoxious to me sometimes. My own self. Okay. But, you know, we can always be our, like, worst critic. Yeah. I don't know. I think that it's like watching yourself. I've heard this, that hearing yourself, it's always difficult to hear yourself. Isn't it amazing that some actors never watch their own movies? Yeah. And I have heard it said that it's the same as hearing yourself recorded mm -hmm. when you have to watch yourself mm -hmm. physically on, you know, you're just cringing because you hate everything you do. What actors have you ever heard say that? that... I, have, I don't know. Well, I feel like Meryl Streep said it. Really? Yeah. I could be wrong, but I feel like she did. And I, I, just because I remember thinking, really? 
Right. You have like a thousand movies. Yeah, you're like the shiz. The best. <gasps> oh my gosh! What? I just remembered I have that present for you. Pause. Okay, we're back. I'm excited because... Wait! Oh, stop! Okay. I got Shannon a present. And I am going to actually record her opening it. This is a unboxing video. This better be a new car. Hold on, hold on. Pissed. All right, Shay, open up your present. I have no idea what this is going to be. Can I make some guesses? Sure. It's going to be a new Ladro mother and son ceramic. Like a Christian figurine? Yeah. It's the new <laughs> Precious Moments. <laughs> you know me so well. You got it. Mug? That's your new mug. Martha Stewart's, I mean, Snoop, he's just, you know, he's a badass. He looks like a badass. Martha Stewart's mugshot. <laughs> she's like, she's smiling. coiffed. Like, she's like, it's like a modeling session. It's like a magazine she's like, cover. Hold on. This is a photo shoot. Oh my gosh. I Time love for her. the twerkulator. Time for the twerkulator. <laughs> okay. So that's the present. What do oh, you think? Oh my God. I love it. Isn't it great? You know, Real friends. Aww. Real friends get you. <laughs> get you mugs with motherfucking Snoop talking about the <laughs> mugshot. Mugshot. This is amazing. Aww. I'm glad you like it. When we come out with merch, this yeah. is going to be it. It should. We'll just steal the woman on Etsy who made that. We'll just steal her <laughs> idea. And we'll mass produce it. We'll compensate her. Okay. Maybe we could Betsy, buy it. we got you. Yep. I don't know why I named her Betsy. Betsy. I it don't just know. came out. I can't remember what her name is. So I saw that and I went, I thought of you and I got it for you. <coughs> I, I appreciate you so much. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Shay. So, oh, in the news, in the world today, our podcast got a write-up. Oh, I really, like, per the twerkulator is really in my mind right now. Okay. And I just wish it could be the background noise music to, like, everything that we say. Like in the news. Well, in other news, our friend Jonathan Paletti that we talk about incessantly. What up, JP? What's going on, JP? But we talk about incessantly. <laughs> we're always talking about him. <laughs> no, we're not. Well, he, we've mentioned we've like, quoted two of a couple articles. of his articles. Yes, that's it. Well, I mean, more than anyone else, we're bringing up him. He wrote. You don't a know that. He might be motherfucking real famous. What? He might be so famous, you don't even know. Jonathan Belletti? Yeah. Okay. Well, he wrote an article about our podcast, and it is so great. It's so kind. Like, yeah. he really, you read the article, it's like, wow, this touches me. And he even quoted Grace Jones. The baddest bitch. In the game. Besides Beyonce. Right. It's Grace Jones and then Beyonce. No, it's Beyonce, number and, one. And then Grace Jones? Yeah. I'm sorry, Grace, but... Okay. Beyonce, she's like multifaceted, way more multifaceted than you. You're right. But what for, But what Grace Jones does, she's like the only one who does it. She yeah. is one in a fucking million. She is. Yes. And so um, check it out. It's on Medium. And we do have a couple of critiques, though. I mean, as great <laughs> as this article is, Jonathan. We just wanted to say, out of all of the eye-catching, I, I had believed when people title an article, it's like, wow, I really want to read that. Eye-catcher. Eye-catcher. So what, Remarkable. So the title of this pot, this um, article for us is... It's fun. <laughs> it just says... A fun podcast. A fun podcast. Period. Period. Point blank. And I mean, if someone's scrolling through all of the choices to like, read yeah, that are a on the fun podcast, I just don't know, John, if this is gonna grab the eyeball. <laughs> you said that. You're like, I just don't know, John. <laughs> oh, a well, a fun podcast. It is a. It's an entry into being witty. It's witty. Why? It's a subtle take on how our comedy is. You know. 
fun. <laughs> okay, so that is one of our critiques. The next is the word freewheeling. He calls us freewheeling. Freewheeling com. We have a freewheeling commentary on religion. Yes, and then I'm freewheeling. Freewheeling. I've yeah. just never thought of myself as freewheeling. I guess. But Bitch, I, I guess freewheeling. I guess it could be applied. Freewheeling ass. <laughs> Speaking of all kinds of things. <laughs> you can't use that. That's a past tense word. From the 70s? <laughs> that past? From the past. From the past. <laughs> but this because is... you can't use it in current state. No. You're like, I'm freewheeling. Yeah, say you have a Tinder account. You're like, describe yourself. I'm a freewheeling bitch. Like, it's not going to play. <laughs> well... And then, well, we have a vault now. This is going into the with crestfallen. Yep, we've got crestfallen, freewheeling, and but the third fun. You want to add fun in there too? No, the third is semi-evangelical ladies. Oh no, that's not going in the vault. That one's that one's staying on the fucking table. It says, We're using this one on the reg. It says it's two semi-evangelical ladies taking on the world. <laughs> Honestly, the whole article could have just been that sentence. <laughs> a fun podcast. Zena and Shay, two semi-evangelical ladies take it on the world. Done. Done. Could have saved yourself a lot of time, JP. <laughs> I've never been called semi. Me neither. Anything. I feel like I deserve a gold medal for that. It's like I have gotten promoted. And I wonder if he's like saying ladies because hey, of ladies. Our, our first did podcast. You, you, we're like, why does everything Christian JP's women on it? I have think that's to become why. ladies. So I'm not sure if we're giving him too much credit or if he meant to do it. Well, we are ladies, so he wins either way. Oh. He's paying attention or not. When I heard the, when I hear the word semi <laughs> or semi. semi. What do you think? Semi-evangelical? Like, not semi pseudo, not somewhat, partial. Okay, but not semi-evangelical, just semi. What do you think? What I just said. Really? Yeah. Just the word semi? Semi. Well, let's say semi. I can't. Why not? Because it's wrong. Well, I'll tell you what I think when I hear semi. What? Like a semi-hard-on. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got a semi? Do you hear the softy? I think it's called a softy. It's not called a semi? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know anybody who would call their half hard on a semi. <laughs> you like, I thought that was the normal term. I don't think it is. Oh, okay. so, I don't even know if softy is because what fucking conversation am I having with anybody that's talking about their partial hard on A? If they're explaining it to me, I, I don't I'm think right. they're concerned about I the think vernacular. I'm right. I think it semi is a euphemism for a semi hard on. Okay, well you that's for you. Let's Google it. That's for your own <laughs> vault. <laughs> Google it. I like kinda wanna text Laurel Mertz right now because she's a nurse and she gets us and be like clarify for us <laughs> is it semi or softy oh my gosh no but honestly i love his point yeah where he says the key appeal for me is the model of uninhibited speech mm -hmm. and it's difficult to emphasize how much an evangelical christian upbringing censors and restricts speech yeah so true women are told to be silent but male speech is only allowed to the extent it's regulated learning to speak the way you might naturally is religious deprogramming it's so true. And that feels like it's high very praise. Accurate. It is high praise. You know, I really, really appreciate you, JP. And then he finishes it off with the Grace Jones quote. I mean, I me being in the same room as Grace Jones is like, I'm done. I got the gold medal. The Olympics are over. Success. All right, we're out, guys. It's been real. Grace Jones's quote it's been says, fun. It never leaves you once it has been been planted inside you with such force. And it's so true. It's such a great quote. I know, and in reference to us? Yeah. Humbled. Humbled, JP. Thank you. Well, I don't think he was saying our podcast never leaves you. I think he's saying the message that we're giving is yes. so forceful and it stays with you. See, I thought, I, I interpreted it differently. How did you see I've it? I interpreted it as the deprogramming and talking and referencing what the church does to you never leaves you once it's been planted inside you with such force. Like You're wrong. We're always... <laughs> So JP, uh, message me and let me know who got that right.
and then I will come back at Shay. Oh my god. Well, anyways. But you know what this made me, me think Z, of? Grace Jones, we're all. Yeah. Welcome our, our co our third podcaster today, Grace Jones. I oh my god to dream. She would be like, hello. <laughs> hello, Grace. <laughs> and that's as far as I can do because you know I can't do accents. Oh gosh. But this made me think of like when in my Christian past I messed up really bad because of my complete ignorance of Christian culture and said something inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, Do I'm you... laughing right now because that's happened in, in not just in Christian settings for you. <laughs> you have remarkable stories of saying something inappropriate. It's so true. It's so but you take a minute and think while I, I tell this one story. Think about what? If you can remember a story where you said something in a Christian circle and, oh, and like the say needle scratch. About your funny stories. Because I was like, ice cream scooper? Not that one. <laughs> That's the classic. I was on a church bus. First time in my life ever on a church bus. Mm-hmm. Going to a Christian camp. Also first time in my life. Hanging out with Christians. Fresh off, you know, like. Conversion? No, because I got saved at the camp that summer. So oh, I, this so, is, oh, this this is when you were pre- saying, I know everything about Christianity. Yeah, like, I got this. And I believe right. myself 100% to be in the club. <laughs> and I was hanging out with these Christian kids on this bus on the way to... Uh, camp? Camp. And someone brings up the song, She's Like the Wind. She's like the wind in the trees. Patrick Swayze. R.I.P. <laughs> And someone's talking about this, and I, like, immediately just go, don't sing that song. That song's not appropriate. Are you joking? No, and they all were like, what are you talking about? And so I have a joke planned in my head for all these Christian kids. And they're like, what do you mean that song not appropriate? And I'm like, she's like the wind. They're like, what are you saying? I'm like, she blows. You guys don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Silence. Oh, Silence on the church bus. This I mean, is my new favorite story. People averting their eyes. People turning, averting their eyes, turning red. Oh, I mean, granted, my. that kid turned Wait. red a lot, but you he, were in high school at this time, correct? <laughs> <laughs> on the church bus, <laughs> and I realize I'm like, what's the problem? She with all blows. These fucking kids. Oh, wait a minute. No sex talk in the church. I mean, they looked mortified. They probably were mortified and embarrassed and uncomfortable. They're like, she's talking about sex. She's talking about a semi. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with me. Oh, I'm sorry, That's guys. That's unfortunate. Sorry, guys. For them. So do you, can you recall a story when you said something in a Christian circle and everyone, like, stopped speaking? Um... Not really. I've always been the person to say the inappropriate things, and so it's kind of expected of me, honestly. Like, I kind of have a reputation for being, like, the crass outlier. I can't. I'm shocked. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I've, and I've always just been a transparent person, so the only things I can think of um, where I was... Has where- anyone ever corrected your speech as a Christian come up to you and said, you shouldn't say that? No, I don't think so. I had that happen at that camp. That week? That week. I was talking about, I said something sucks. And so this kid came up to me and they were like, you say sucks a lot. And I was like, I was confused. I was just like, yeah? They were like, you shouldn't say that. I mean, what does it mean? It sucks what? Are you joking? No. You're like, it sucks a semi. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. And I think I like, I was like, thumbs it sucks thumbs and they cracked up and they started saying it sucks thumbs all that week this what but, camp was this anyways but i mean that's what jonathan is talking about like people tell you and regulate speech within the culture and so the fact that we are freewheeling with the speech <laughs> is remarkable and possibly equivalent to religious deprogramming yeah it is actually yeah i mean we are much, I think that we've been doing personal work, looking at our lives and thinking about what kind of regulations have been instilled in us and 
even subconsciously. And so we've been looking at ourselves and thinking about that for a long time. So we're kind of farther in our freedom. I mean, you actually, like, were born this way. Well, so were you, though. Somewhat. Yeah. But you... You were you had much more of a stronger gift than me (laughs) and your personal freedoms and liberties. I don't know. Yes, dude. I tried to conform for a long time. You did, but it's not in you. You're not built that way. And you are? A little bit, yeah. Hmm. Like I have to fight against caring too much or caring too much about other people. Like I have to fight against codependency in a way that you do not. I am also codependent. I know, but you can still be like I mean, let's just say the sharing food. Yeah. Is it kind of a good example of how you're like, this is mine. I don't give a fuck. If you're starving, I'm not giving you a bite. You cannot have my fries. (laughs) Deep in you. That's true. Where I've been like, really? You're not, you won't give me one tater tot. And you're like, you hold fast. You do not budge. You're like, no. You want some tater tots? Order some tater tots. Boundaries, bitch. And I'm like, damn. Never is this more um, uncomfortable than when we get Indian, because everyone shares. Except for you. (laughs) (laughs) You get your lonely ass little plate over there, and we're all like, ooh, yeah, dip, we dip, we dip, together, together. You're like, deuces, I'm out. I'm over in the corner, eating what I want. Okay, I just want to say that Indian sharing has changed for me. I'm I'm open to Indian food sharing now. (laughs) A whole new world! So, um, today, oh wait, this is Jesus Likes Girls. Hey guys. I'm Zena, Warrior Princess. I'm Shay Shay O'Casey. And we're glad you're here. Guys, you're blowing it up. You're sending us emails. You are, we got a Facebook page now. It's time for the twerkulator. It's time for the twerkulator. <laughs> we got- we're on social media. <laughs> we're posting pics. It's just really, really amazing to hear from people yeah it's cool because because we want to hear the stories of other people that's the whole impetus of us doing this yeah and people every resounding the resounding um we thought people would hate us uh, dude they probably still will and there probably are haters out there too right currently yeah but right now we're just basking in the glory of like people are like i'm listening and laughing loving it i know laughing listening people three l's yeah up in there and we are kind of just just really thankful. Yeah. It's cool. Um, today, we're talking about, dun 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 dun, why are Christians such douchebags? <laughs> <laughs> I told my son when I was leaving, both of our sons are the same age and they're graduating this year. Oh and gosh. they're like, these men about to emerge into the world. Oh my gosh. And I, we both love our sons so much, and we love their their perceptions of everything. They're both basically. amazing. And I, so I was telling my son, I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to go um, do the podcast with Zena, so I'll be back in a little while." I was like, "What you guys talking about?" I was like, "My Christians fucking suck." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You're a Christian." And I was like, "That doesn't mean most of them suck." He's, I was like, "I've I've sucked. I said some terrible things to people as a Christian, and you know, I'm just." I'm just trying to make things right for myself, for you guys, for the world. He's like, good luck with that. See you later. Love you. Bye. <laughs> with that. Good luck. But he was so perplexed. He was like, I don't understand, Mom. Like, we'll talk later, buddy. Aww. Subscribe, rate, review. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, douchebags. Douchebags. Christians are douchebags. Let's talk about it. Why? Why are they such? Well, first off, I want to give a shout out to Kirsten, who I she may be our number one fan. I know, right? I love you. Just want to say that, point blank. And really, the first time I met her, she like kind of knocked me out because she was so honest Mm -hmm. about her own belief system, lack of belief system, just really honest. Her take on the the Christians and their their beliefs. Yeah, and her own set of beliefs Mm -hmm. and what she's open to and why she loves the podcast. And I was just like, I mean, it was kind of amazing to me. That someone I never met just through listening to the podcast was mm-hmm. willing to be so honest. And I just appreciate her. But uh, we hung out on, what was that, Friday night? Mm-hmm. And I asked her, what do you want to hear us talk about? And she was actually so sweet. She's like, I, don't, I just want to hear you talk. 
She's Aww. like, I don't care what you guys talk about. I just want to hear you banter and laugh. She was great. But she said, if you um, if you talk, what maybe why are Christians the rudest, most unkind, most unforgiving, like not loving? Why? Why? I mean, like so much so that she said, I don't, I can't stand to be in the same room as them. Hmm. And you know what? Valid. Yeah. Good point. I mean, when you think of evangelical Christians, what comes to mind? Me? Yeah. Uh, currently, uh, Republicans. Me too. That's the first thing I think of is... Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Trump followers. Fuck Donald Trump. Mark Rebiet. Fuck Donald Trump. If you don't know that song, listeners, you need to Google Mark Rebiet. Spelled like rebel. Fuck Donald Trump. It's it, a game changer. And give it a few listens. Yeah. Because at first you might be like, what is this? But about Listen For, you're just singing along in Love and Life. <laughs> it's your theme song. There's so much love and liberty in it. It's, it's just so beautiful. Great. It's so great. But that's what I think of first. Me too. Well, I mean, and because Christianity has become so politicized yes. in America yes. that it's either you're a Christian, you follow Donald Trump, you you are a hard-lined, one-item ticket person yeah or you're or you're not a christian kind of yeah so christians are kind of notoriously known as assholes uh i think the most obvious current examples in our culture are republicans mm -hmm. trump supporters marjorie taylor green all these assholes that say they represent god but then they're homophobic misogynistic bigot racist terrible people right and I think the Christian response to COVID is the other huge thing in culture right now, where, um, unfortunately, Shay, I got to show you something. You're not oh, going to no. like this. John Piper made a, has a quote about his response to COVID. He said he was asked what would he say to pastors who claim that the pandemic is judge, God, God's judgment on sinful cities? He said, God sometimes uses disease to bring particular judgments upon those who reject him and give themselves over to sin. What kind of outdated motherfucker still says things like that? Right? Like... That's Piper. <sighs> Sorry, dude. But I'm just saying. Like, we're going to start quoting Leviticus and talking about, like, how God hates for homo homosexuality. Yeah, right? Like... I mean, did anybody watch... Uh, what's that show with the, the one guy who's the... Well, the West Wing? I mean, all this shit got debunked a long time ago. <laughs> John Piper. <laughs> hello. But, so, just the... This guy who... His name is Jonathan Merritt. He wrote an article in The Atlantic just talking about... Um, the Christian response to COVID and how much he was saying, you know, I've seen church leaders fall. I've seen people do all kinds of hidden shit that comes to light, like the most atrocious behaviors, pedophilia, and you know, just things associated with people who proclaim Jesus. He's like, but I never thought I would see the day where Christians would be so callous as they watched people die. Yeah, it's really, really sad. It's terrible. It is. And I mean, this is our, in our time, our first pandemic that any like current person in the world has ever seen. Correct. And to watch the, the depth and breadth of the suffering that was happening. Yeah. And then for people to turn around and say, it's not real. And yeah. this is, this is repercussions from sin or all of the many varied things that Christians have said during this time. Yeah. Un I mean, unmask our children. Why are you crushing our liberties? You know, all this bullshit. Just I it really reads completely selfish and short sighted and just ignorant. Absolutely. Well, someone something I was reading pointed out that a long time ago, Christians have decided that science is their enemy hmm. because it debunks, though it doesn't, Genesis, that science maintains the theory of evolution and that the world isn't 5,000 years old or whatever. You know, it proves different things. Mm -hmm. And so in order to hold on to the literal understanding of the Bible, science is a sworn enemy to Christianity. And I think that's playing in with the Christian response to COVID because the science is clear mm -hmm. and we all know how not to get sick. Mm -hmm. But does it matter if you hate science? <laughs> <laughs> science is your sworn enemy. <laughs> but even if you hate science, like the facts are black and white. It They're matter. very clear. The facts 
are irrelevant. It's kind of like the, Phar- the Pharisees, like, covering their eyes and covering their ears, you know, like, no, 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 I won't hear the truth, you know? Like, you can't make us see the truth. Yeah, they, if you detest science, then you can have a field day with COVID. That just, that statement, I don't even know what to do with that statement. You can have a field day with COVID? Yeah, I, I, I don't even well, know what I mean. it's also just the behavior. It's not even about the belief system for me as much as it is how it plays out in their behavior. Yeah. Like, I have seen school board meetings about mask mandates and people losing their fucking minds mm-hmm. about their children having to wear a mask. And I actually had this real, real um, objective thought. Like, you know, masks also prevent the spread of flu. And so every parent knows when our children return to school, everybody starts dropping like flies with, with sickness because mm-hmm. kids are dirty little animals. They're like Petri dishes. And it just, they get together in these enclosed rooms and, and sickness starts to spread. Right. So what we saw during the pandemic with everybody masking was that the flu basically was like abolished in America. That was so amazing to me. <laughs> I know. I know. And so there's a plus side to wearing masks, even if you're an anti-masker, an anti-COVID, and science denier, like, hey, you know, your kid might not get sick. They're like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 Let our children get the flu. Let them come down with everything. Like, what? Yeah. There's a plus side to it, even if you don't believe, like, but... I don't... But the way that people... Maybe they don't value human life, just in general, or their own lives? I saw this news clip. I don't remember what state it was. I feel like it was Texas or, or Florida, but that's just my default brain, I'm sure. But people were protesting so hardcore against the doctors, or I don't know if... They were some kind of medical professionals that came in to speak to the school board meeting. Okay. And talk about the science and the statistics and the CDC orders and all of this stuff just to, like, have real clear information. Yeah. People were wouldn't let them leave out of the parking lot. They were harassing them so much. The police had to come and escort them because they were being hated on. And people were saying, people were threatening them, like, we know where you live. You know, what the threatening fuck? their lives. I mean, because they're saying are the well-being of our children's lives are at stake. And I'm like, lives? That's why we're here, you idiot. Lives are at stake? Like, yeah, in the reverse. We're talking about masks. No, like, yeah, their lives are at stake from you dumb motherfuckers. Right? You know, it's just like, it's like me with the waitress thing, calling them assholes when it was my fault. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, makes no logical sense. And I don't understand it personally. I don't understand how you stand there and and then from a like a faith perspective right. to fight tooth and nail on that, that. That's what I'm saying. Like the behavior, if you, if you have, lots of people have all kinds of belief systems and that's fine. You can believe that, you know, Houdini is your BFF and he's sitting next to you and he's your God. Okay, fine. What the fuck? I don't care. But if you start... <laughs> threatening me and this is all under the name of jesus like you've, it's you've lost it yeah but i mean here's the thing they haven't lost it they're there power- love they're a powerful group a powerful powerful group and i think that's the trump republican link i think COVID mm-hmm. is about science and the denial of science and then i think <laughs> trump is just a power grab it is like finally We've got someone in our corner who will tell it like it is and not care about all the PC and he's in power. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he also wrote about that in this Atlantic article. He says about Trump, though Trump touts himself as being devout Mm -hmm. and has been known to wave a Bible and even awkwardly quote from it, his behavior flies in the face of the good book's ethical teachings. He mocks his opponents, labeling them with condescending nicknames. He cozies up to the powerful and rich while deriding the poor and marginalized who live in shithole countries. He brags about his intelligence, revels in his greed, and if his comments about John McCain are any indication, has no problem speaking ill of the dead. And worse, Trump's Christian supporters revel in his vulgarity. They have transformed Christianity into, then in quotes, Christianity. And it says, it says, the more he fights, the more they feel justified. This is a a writer, Ben Howe, author of The Immoral Majority, Why Evangelicals Choose Political Power Over Christian Values. He says, the more he fights, 
the more they feel justified, like he's our hero because we needed someone to do this for us. Trump's appeal is not... What? Judges? Judges? What? Oh, like picking Supreme Court judges. Mm-hmm. It's not politic or policies. It's that he's a shit talker and a fighter and he tells it like it is. That's what they like. They love the meanest parts of him. And I That's agree so 100%. Mm-hmm. That's why Christians love Trump. But so really it's about ego. It's about ego. It's about power. Yeah. Because a lot of marginalized people, I would say the major. well, I don't know. I was going to say, I would say the majority of Trump supporters are marginalized people. Why? Why would but you say that? Because I just think of like poor people. There's a large swaths of the country that are like the working poor that really, really stand behind Trump. But then at the same time, so do it's the, the one percenters. That, who that, he actually benefits. Yeah. All those supporters that are marginalized, he could fucking care. All he cares about is the numbers with them, that right. they support him. But, and play up the persona of I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't look, give those people fucking time a day. No. He's not interested in them. No. He's interested in money. He just wants them to... F- to vote for him and support him so that he can put in place things that benefit him and the other rich people. Correct. And we all know that, but what I think is interesting is that the marginalized people, the majority of the marginalized people who do support him, and I'm not saying every person that supports Trump is a poor person or a marginalized they're person, not. but because they're not, but so there's a large percentage there of are his many. followers that are. Um, it is empowering to feel like you're heard and that you're valued. I think it's, I think it's so much about this is about ego. Yeah. And because that's what drives most of us in lots of ways in our behaviors and our choices, our thoughts. How will this benefit me? Am I okay? How am I taken care of? Is my voice important? Am I heard? Sure. But then what what that's touching in them and what they feel heard about is like this vicious shit talk Mm -hmm. from him. Mm -hmm. And so that's reflecting who they are. Mm -hmm. And then that's showing us who is Christian. Yeah. I mean, really, Make America Great Again is the most racist platform. Correct. And so, so what's up with Christians? They suck. I don't even want to call myself a Christian anymore. When people ask me, I, hardly anybody ever asks me, Are you a Christian? <laughs> but sometimes they do. And I, I really stumble through it. Like we couldn't even pronounce evangelical yeah. in that one podcast. I can't even, I, I'm like, um, well. I feel you know, like even the I'm just going to, JP, Jonathan Paletti, I'm just going to be like, I'm a semi. <laughs> I'm a semi-Christian. I think that's what's going to be my new go-to. Yeah. If somebody asks me, I'm going to be like, ah, semi. I'm a freewheeling semi, so. Freewheeling. I, I, I even feel like the codes of like, I'm not a Christian, I'm a Jesus follower. I know. I, that I make, feel like that that's a whole other, it that's like, even, falls under an umbrella of things that I don't want to represent either. Like that doesn't, that's not any better these days. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So, this was interesting. A Barna study, which is a big... Um, what Barna? Let's, did, they do like... Research group? Research and polling. Okay. So, in 2007, they polled this huge study of non-Christians ages... 16 through 29. Oh, they're all like, no way. Jose, Christianity's off the table. None of us are Christians. Yes. Self-identified. And their perception of Christians, judgmental, 87% said yes. And they're right. Hypocritical. (laughs) Check. 85% said yes. Anti-gay, 91%. Damn. And the president of Barna has said those numbers have not changed in the past 12 years. Wow. That's how... You're perceived Christians. Yeah. Hello, wake up time. But they don't care. I think Christians make excuse for tons of excuses for themselves Mm -hmm. in order to get around that. I'm not perfect. Or what do those bumper stickers say? Jesus is my co-pilot. And um, (laughs) not perfect, just saved. Have you seen shit like that? You know, we've all, every semi has seen them. Yeah. And they, like, they have lots of language. Well, we're not, we're not supposed to be perfectly obedient. Christians are still sinners, Mm -hmm. you know? And all of the the ways they get around talking about their behavior. Well, and I would even go as far to say as they believe those things. And there is some truth to those statements. But if you can't own some of the behavior that is operating in the religion that you claim to be a part of. If you reflect nothing of the person of Jesus, I'm not going to take from you who Christians are sinners to. Dude, this is, I want to get up and be like, oh, there. 
Everybody, I just stood up, pushed the chair out from underneath me. She started twerkulating. <laughs> Say it again. If you're not going to reflect any of the parts of Christianity. If you're not going to re reflect any of the parts of the person of Jesus Christ, mm. don't come at me saying, well, I, I'm Christians are sinner. sinners. Mm -hmm. Really? Where is the love? What is the song Where you keep singing? Where is the love? So let's talk about it. What are, what are some of your just like ideas? Why do Christians, why are they such douchebags? Well, I feel like I encapsulated this completely already. I already answered this question fully and we're done. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Ego. I just okay, think so, so think much of ego. every person, Christian or not, I think that ego drives our behaviors. And okay. Jesus throws a big wrench into that and I says, yeah. this is not, life isn't all about you. It's actually about me and you together. Forever. BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to buy a best friends chain, break off half. People are like, oh, who's got the other half? I'll be like, Jesus. <laughs> Literally, I'm buying that for you for Christmas. <laughs> okay, I was thinking about it. I was like, they're so judgmental. And I feel like many Christians at this point, so they assume everyone around them out in the world, if they're not in their cult, I mean church um, setting, <laughs> then uh, they assume everyone around them is unsaved. The lost. The lost. They're the lost. You know, and how instead of a friend mentality, they have an enemy mentality mm -hmm. because they're so judgmental against the culture. Mm -hmm. And so they just feel justified in treating people like shit. But they don't, pers they don't think they're treating people like shit. They're just still operating in pride. Like, I'm doing something good because Jesus asked me to. What? What good are you doing? You're trying to sa save the lost. When? When you walk up to a table of two kids sitting at a restaurant and saying, do you guys know Jesus? And if you don't, then I'm going to share this information with you and then you're not going to be lost anymore. Okay, but just like being a person in the world who's a dick at CVS to the checkout person, you know, like that doesn't that you count. can't... That Why? doesn't count. Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Christians get a pass when they go to CVS. No, they don't. Christians don't get a CVS pass. They don't get one. I'm sorry. They think they do. That's the thing. I think that like a lot of Christians kind of operate in a default mode. It's kind of like when I'm trying, I don't think that they're outright thinking I'm trying to be a Christian right now, but there's like modes of behavior that they kind of fall into like patterns. Like I hang out, I'm with my Christian friends when we're having like women's group and when I'm at church and I'm socializing or church functions or when I'm like evangelizing, you know, doing all these different things. But then like the real person when they're operating in the world and they're acting like a total douchebag at CVS and just giving this person a hard time and they have no real patience, they have no real kindness or consideration for the people around them. Yeah. That's obviously the real test of how much of a follower of Jesus are you actually. Right. But they're not aware of that because they're, they have this perception of what Christianity and being a Christian is. Okay. Fitting into this box of behaviors. So are they actually Christian? I, I don't know. I say no. I mean, I say most likely no. I but say no. But I don't no. care to, to, to know. I don't care. I care. Why? Because it, it makes Jesus look terrible. It does, but... I know he doesn't care. He's not worried about looking bad. He lets he's people... Like, I'm fine. Use his things. He's <laughs> fine. He's not worried. But um, I care about that because... And I actually, you know what? I think, I think that the number one reason Christians are such... The number one reason Christians are such douchebags is because they're not Christians. Dude. Dude. <laughs> I really wanted to do the stand up. Oh my God. And I'm, you know what? I'm coming at you with some verses right now about but that. I just want to say nope. uh, again. What? Like, we are all fucked up people. Mm -hmm. no. It's okay to be a fuck up, you know? And, and being a Christian is also a totally awkward, weird thing. It's like, I love this um, guy you can't see. He might be a man. He might be a woman. He might be a spirit. There's three of them. They're together in one. Drink his blood. You know, like, it's a fucking weird thing. Yes. <laughs> and it's okay to be awkward and fuck things up. But if you have no real humility and you can't be a learner and you can't let God's love 
teach you how to love other people well, even in small ways, then maybe you're not a Christian. Okay, let me just read this little bit from Jesus out of the Bible, okay? <laughs> I thought you were quoting a book. I was like, why are you pronouncing it so weird? <laughs> Matthew 7, 15 through 20. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. I mean, what's he saying there? He's saying, I mean, you will know you will know people by their love. You will know people by their actions. Mm -hmm. And so if you see someone being a total douche, guess what? You might, and they're still proclaiming Christianity, you do not have to believe them. Yeah. I think that is a freeing thing. Yeah. That non-Christians can know, like, hmm, this is how this person is behaving? I... I intuitively know that Donald Trump being a Christian president is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like a person who doesn't even know Jesus right. reads that loud and clear, right? And I'm saying trust yourself. You're no. right. People that, that isn't look, Christian. But no, and I they think aren't what they Christians. think is that is what Christianity is. Well, I'm saying that, that gut feeling like this doesn't seem like Jesus. Mm -hmm. You're right. It's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, and Jesus himself is saying you will know people by what they do. And if they're doing this, it's not good. And I'm saying they will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Which is your probably one of your favorite verses. It's not. I don't like to think of anyone being tossed into a lake of fire. But I know, but maybe... you do like disposing of stuff in the fire. <laughs> That's true. I do like to burn She's things. like, kids old homework, fire. <laughs> I need stuff to build fires. But, like, they can trust themselves that that is not Christianity. I hear what you're saying. I was There was a part of me that was kind of, like, thinking about dialoguing more about perception. But I, I agree with you. I think the message that you're trying to say is, like, People who look at Christians and think that they're hypocritical, judgmental assholes, please trust that, that, that there is a stream of that consciousness that is very true. I'm thinking because they're closer to Jesus at that point than that motherfucker. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I was wondering, like, well, why does God let people do that? Thinking about the idea of, like, Jesus lets these people go on and proclaim his name and meet together and judge others and fuck up America. Like, Wait, I thought Jesus was putting diseases on those people. He's not. <laughs> As uh, evidenced by the famous Christian John Piper. No, I'm talking about the Christians. Mm -hmm. So why does God let them? And then we're going to look at Matthew 13, 24 through 30 for the answer. Jesus told another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man. Oops, hold on. He told them another parable. Jesus, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in a field, but while everyone was sleeping, the enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And when the wheat sprouted and formed, then the weeds also appeared. The servants came to the man and said, didn't you sow good seed in the field? Then where'd all these weeds come from? And he replied, an enemy did this. The servants asked them, do you want us to go and pull them up? No. He answered, because while you're pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat. Let them both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds, tie them in bundles to be burned, and then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Damn. <laughs> Jesus stood up and knocked that fucking table over. <laughs> well, he's saying, I allow both these things to grow up at the same time. Because the good stuff needs to be preserved. I want the good stuff to be undisturbed, and I want the bad stuff to be undisturbed, because I'll take care of it in the end. Oh. What it really does is reframe the idea of who's actually going to hell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not the people who won't pray the prayer. Hmm. It's the people who force others to pray the prayer in order to be acceptable, and are actually the worst like, behaved people that we know. You know, it yeah. really flips the script. So I want to say to people who think Christians are douchebags, you're right. Agreed. They are. And you should trust your gut and say, that's not Jesus. 
and say it to their fucking faces. Oh, Zena, you're on fire today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean it. I'm tired of it. I know. Because it's so horrific. It's wrong. Yeah. And it's so hurtful. It's destroyed the landscape of what it means to follow Jesus in America. Yeah. It's destroyed it. It matters. Yeah. I, I, like, have nothing to say in response because I'm just, like, 100% in agreement. And what else is there to say? Yeah, we're done. (laughs) So that's why. Because you're right. All right. So thanks for joining us. I'm literally just floored and... I'm really feeling like a podcast failure right now. You are I'm just like so not. Speechless. You are so not a podcast failure. And I mean, I- you said it all. You flipped the tables. I stood up. I'm just like, what else can we say? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said it all already. I just love it. it. I love it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You think Christians are douchebags? You're right. They're not Christians. <sighs> Period. Period. And nobody has the balls to say it. Yeah. Except Jesus Christ. He's really the. He's really the man. I mean. He's better than most men. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We are out. We're out. This is it. It's time Write for us. the twerkalator. It's time for the twerkalator. JC at, no, jclegsgirls at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. Come to our Facebook page. Unfortunately, I started as a private page, so you've got a, a request to join. We will let you in immediately. It's I'm going to work on that. Okay. I tried to change it. And then... Um, I know. We're going to a Christian music festival. I oh, mean, yeah. not we. You. Well, it's not a Christian music festival, exactly. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm going to the Over the Rhine uh, Farm Nowhere... What's it called? Nowhere Else I don't know. Festival. So they have a farm, and uh, they have a music festival at it patty griffith is supposed to play there i don't know bunch i'm really of, jealous bunch of people awesome. and uh it doesn't sound as awesome as the throwback concert that's coming with like jodeci and all these people what yeah i didn't know about mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where is it gonna be the aretha franklin i think so let's go dude i know <laughs> <laughs> let's go but over the ride will be fun yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass out some business cards and try to manipulate my way into giving a workshop. Dude, you'll, you you're gonna see us all over the place. You can't turn a corner without <laughs> Jesus like girls, girls in your fucking faces. <laughs> all right, so all right. we're out. Deuces, peace. <laughs>